people in their life during amazing purpose-driven organization. Catch that fabulous person. My partner and I just, and I can know just read about it. Next week. You have to watch. All about it. It really changed my perspective. You gotta check it out. Intentionality is is a, a big part of what is behind Black Techno Matters. What is our goal? What is our purpose? Why are we doing this? I've lost count of the number of Black people who I've said, did you know techno was Black music? And they were like, what? <laughs> and that honestly, that's a magic moment for me because it's a moment of deep education. Foremost, it's the awareness of techno as a Black genre. And we're just one of the pieces helping to promote that. My name is Bernard Farley, and I'm the founder of Black Techno Matters, which is a organization that spreads awareness around the Black origins of techno music. I'm also a musician, producer, performer, and primarily recorded and released music under the alias of Output Message. This is Mission Megaphone, a growth network podcast production. We're on a mission to be a megaphone for purpose-driven organizations that are changing the world. I got into electronic music in middle school. I was living in a rural area in northern New Jersey called Middletown. And they actually had a radio station that would play artists like Daft Punk. This is like 1995. And then also MTV at the time had this show called Amp, which would come on at like midnight or I don't know, maybe even later, and it would just play electronic music videos. But techno specifically, there was a CD I picked up, Richie Houghton, and he had a, a mix CD called Dex Effects in 909. And that record really struck me. It was very raw techno, and the, the cover of it was just him in this just totally black background. And he's like working at turntables, and you can see some effects pedals, the sound, the look, it was all very cool. A lot of the artists were artists I'd never heard of. Some of them were just unknown. It was hard to decipher where this music was coming from. Funnily enough, I would look at that record again, I guess 20 years later. And a lot of these artists are highlighting on Black Techno Matters right now. You know, Richie Hawn is not black, but there's a lot of black music that was on that mix CD. Black Techno Matters, the idea of it's actually pretty straightforward. One day I did a Google search for black techno artists after learning that techno is actually of black origins, that it's a genre created by three teenagers in a suburb of Detroit, three black teenagers. I couldn't believe that it was so hard to find a list of even just 20 black artists on Google. I mean, considering how easy it is to find all sorts of things on Google. So really it just became this effort to reclaim that genre as, a, as an expression of black culture and also to highlight black artists, black techno artists, black, black electronic music artists who historically have been not given the attention they, they deserve in magazines and festivals and, and everything like that, especially for it, it being of black origin. I couldn't find a, a magazine. I couldn't find a website. I couldn't find any place that had collected this history. So the phrase just kind of came to me. It was just black techno matters. Like what if there was a party called black techno matters and it was just black DJs, black artists. It started as an event. October 2019. A really simple idea, but the first one, the people that were there expressed this level of gratitude just for creating that space. Like people specifically being thankful for that. And that's when it became apparent that this was something that was like really needed. Fast forward, there's other sites and organizations now, especially after George Floyd. We have the Black Artists database 
which was actually essential to, to getting Galactic Matters started in terms of expanding its scope beyond just events in DC. And then there's also Make Techno Black again. They have regular posts on their Instagram with really interesting articles that kind of dig deeper into the history of the genre, especially the earlier artists who really kind of laid the groundwork for it. Some really interesting literature there. And they also have virtual events the first Black Techno Matters was at uh, Jimmy Valentine's in DC. So initially it's, it was very centered around there, but at this point we've connected with artists all over the place. Pittsburgh, New York, Chicago, San Francisco. There's a, artists I work with a lot in DC, Baron Hawk, Poitier, Deanna Burton, and Rue, who's um, now in New York. That's just in the US. We have International Monrea, who we've worked with. She's from Kenya. Jacksinth is from Toronto. Really, the goal is is not for it to be just DC. It's for it to continue to expand, get a bigger picture of the diaspora around the world of Black artists creating electronic music. Unfortunately, there's a history of the erasure of the origins of Black culture in this country and in the world. Techno is not the only example. House music, disco, <laughs> rock music, all sorts of music that Black people have created really, um, I mean, I'm a descendant of a slave. I don't know exactly what my history and my culture is past a certain time period. So Black Techno Matters is kind of a rebuilding, building new roots, new growth, recreating a, a sense of culture and, and, and community. For Techno specifically, is there was this kind of anonymity about some of the artists. That it wasn't really about specific individuals. It was more, it was more of like almost a movement Afrofuturism, creating alternate timelines, alternate universes that we, we could exist in and imagine a liberated society. In some ways, in its beginnings, it was a little faceless, I think. It was more about the underground creating something that was the point. Again, it was hard for me to find 20 names when I first did my Google search, and I just kept digging, digging, digging. Blackness is Revolutionary is this giant playlist I made on Spotify. Um, which is now over a thousand songs, hundreds of different black artists, almost a hundred hours of music. I want to shine a light on us. So there's no excuse to say they're just not black artists out there. There's no one doing that. No, just go to this link. <laughs> there's no excuse anymore to not include us black people in, in the history of the world, in the history of this country, in the history of culture. The phrase blackness is revolutionary came from the question, what does blackness mean to you? Being in this country, this government, this society, the, the system in which we live in, is not made for us. In fact, it's made to keep us out of it relentlessly. It's a system that tries to kill the joy that you need to express. And it takes a lot of struggle and fight to be included. So to be black and liberated, to be free and express yourself is really an act of revolution. This playlist it's a, sta a statement and to me the playlist is so so large and massive that it's undeniable the techno is black that there's a whole community of us creating here these black artists have found a way to exp express themselves creatively beautifully and, and that each one of these songs is, is its own act of revolution a big thing about black techno matters is, is that money is not the main goal i think the community we're building is priceless the perspective we're showing is priceless. The community is, to put it simply, it's, it's the artists themselves. It's the artists and the people that support them. 
we're still building it. You know, we have hundreds of artists now that are in our particular realm and have been in our events and our Instagram. But if you look at the Black Artist database, there's thousands of artists that are out there. I think building that community is not just having their name in, in a list, which is great, but um, I think it's also important just for people to be seen, for them to be heard. It's incredible, the technology that we have now, that I can go on a, a free platform and reach out to an artist. And Black Techno Matters has given me the, the courage to do that, to, to reach out to an artist who I might not have ever talked to before. And I can say, hey, would you mind just picking seven artists? Would you mind? And, and it creates a conversation. Um, it creates a, a, a connection. Liberation, decolonization, these are terms that are on my mind often these days. What I desire are for Black artists to feel that, to feel liberated, to feel decolonized in the way they think and express themselves. And so number one, I want Black artists to see themselves. I want it to be to feel pride about what they do, to feel part of a bigger picture. And, and number two, I hope the collection, the collective actions and events that we have create this kind of just overall statement to the world that uh, we matter, that our culture matters, that we have a place in history, that we are contributing to shine a light on us. One of the, the, the recent things we've worked on, there's a series of events we do called uh, Techno in the Park, which I'm hoping to keep expanding um, beyond DC, but really just a kind of gathering. We don't charge money. People just come to the space. We usually are in Malcolm X Park, which the name of that park itself depending on who you ask. Some people call it Meridian Hill Park. Some people call it Malcolm X Park. When we go to Malcolm X Park and we play techno music and I see 100 people, 200 people just dancing to black music and having a black artist in the center of that, to me, that's the goal. It's a celebration. Obviously, COVID-19 affected a lot of things. and. As I mentioned, Black Techno Matters, it started as an event. Events where we were creating a physical space to celebrate Black artists. And at the time, I, I was very careful about social media. And I was intentionally keeping Black Techno Matters not too much in that realm. But obviously, with COVID-19, we couldn't really have events for quite a while the, the way we used to. So after some time, we decided to invest into social media as a way to continue creating this space. In February of 2021, which, you know, Black History Month is in the United States, that's when we launched this Artist Highlights. Just each day, highlighting a Black electronic music artist, Black techno artist. So we did that every day in February and just decided to continue because every day is a great day for Black history. It grew into artist takeovers. I don't think of myself as owning Black Techno Matters. It's a platform and it's a space. And so each week we give another artist that platform to express, celebrate Black artists that have inspired them and to use their own words to express gratitude and respect and, and pride. So that virtually it really expanded. I mean, hundreds of posts, hundreds of songs, dozens of artists contributing. I think it's really quite beautiful. In October 2021, we did a hybrid virtual radio experience with a local radio show here called Studio 96, hosted by Nocturnal Wax, who's a, a DJ in the area. The show's on Fridays from 7 to 9. Each Friday, we took it over. We had mixes by Black artists from several places, D.C., Kenya, 
Pittsburgh. And, and that was cool because it, people could stream it and it was recorded. And so now it's on our website and there's now, you know, another entry point into into techno as black music and, and being able to experience that, um, D, you know, DJ Native Son, who's a really amazing DJ. He's also part of a group called Black Rave Culture. He contributed a mix that highlighted a, a style of music called Ama Piano out of South Africa. And even amongst black artists, not every black artist is aware of that genre and how it fits into the kind of bigger picture of black diaspora of electronic music. So um, that was pretty cool as well. With the growth of the virtual presence with Instagram and the artist highlights, I, I think another big piece of it in the Blackness is Revolutionary playlist as well is the ability for Black artists to see themselves in their own work. I've been in, in, in the industry for a couple decades. There's been many gigs where on paper it's, it's great. Great venue, great lineup, the music's great, but you know, I, I remember these feelings of looking out into the crowd, looking at the rest of the lineup and feeling like the only black person, feeling like one of the few people that might understand my particular experience. And artistically, that I think that has an effect on a person. But making this playlist, me doing the research, just looking up people, seeing their faces in a Google search. I remember there was a moment I got teary eyed because I was like, I see myself and my music. This is a part of me. This is my culture. This is something I come from. There's a lineage here, which is which is a very powerful thing. And, and I, I think a thing that a lot of people who are aware of their history, who are aware of their cultural roots can take for granted. That's a very powerful thing, a thing that drives a person forward to have goals in the first place, to set bigger goals for themselves, knowing the great things people in their past have done. I want more black artists to feel that level of pride and that, that feel like a part of that, that bigger picture. Specifically in 2022, there's been a, a big focus on community building, rebuilding the infrastructure, making the connections, creating the web of the black artists out there. I've gotten a lot of feedback from artists who've done highlights or just people looking at our Instagram feed or looking at our website, looking at, at our events. And some of them are so surprised, you know, a lot of people feel very knowledgeable in their music knowledge, but there are artists we're finding, black artists who are making amazing music. And I see their artist profile on Spotify and there's like 30 listeners or something crazy. Obscure artists who aren't getting the attention they deserve. And the beautiful thing is that these connections are, are starting to be created. I've heard stories of artists reaching out to other artists just because they saw it on our Instagram, creating connections that literally transcend time and space. Older, more, more established artists connecting with younger artists and artists across the world, artists across the country. Also creating more opportunities for these artists to be physically in the same space together, not just virtually, because I think there's something special about that kind of physical collaboration, communication, not just seeing it on the screen, seeing yourself right in front of you, seeing the culture right in front of you, talking and those magic moments that happen. We're expanding the highlights to include special themed months, artists from different regions that we haven't really explored yet. In terms of events, Juneteenth is a special holiday. It's turning into a tradition for Black Techno Matters. Last year we did Black Business March, where we marched by different Black businesses. We had a, a party at Eaton Hotel with Black Rave Culture, who's one of the, the bright upcoming groups of artists out of DC. And um, also Smoke and Tea, which is an ambient band that I'm a part of. And that was a big healing moment. And that was all on the same day. <laughs> so that was big in this year. 
we're going to do it bigger, looking at a whole weekend of events, different locations. And like I said, physically bringing black artists together, not just DC artists, but from other areas as well. So definitely keep a lookout for that. I like the idea of homework and being a former teacher. So research, Google is a free service. Instagram is a free service. There's lots of ways to search. And so knowing that techno is black music, it now is a great opportunity to, to go and just do a quick search, learn a little bit. Specifically, the Belleville Three, that's the nickname given to the, the three black teenagers who invented the genre. And they're, they're each artists in their own right. So that's a great place to start. So number one, research. And just to add to that a little bit, bring it back to technology, it's very easy to just want to click a button and get something delivered to your door. But I, I think really there's a need for society right now to do more than that and to, to, to use these powerful technological resources we have to better society. So I just want to attach that to the importance of, of research and doing a little extra, which leads me to number two, which is to pass it on. What you learn, what someone learns, what to research, if it brings you joy, if it brings you passion, pass it on, tell a friend, and if you have the time, if you have the passion, if you have the ability to invest money, do something about it, create something, something that other people can use, create a resource that people can use. You know, Black Artist Database, again, that was a resource and it was a, a list. It was enough for Black Techno Matters to expand. They've just expanded to also have a Black Creative Database, which kind of goes beyond music and that kind of community building is really important. In terms of how do we keep people connected, how do we keep the conversation going? We have our website, blacktechnomatters.org, and then our Instagram, at blacktechnomatters. We have a newsletter you can sign up for on our website, and, and obviously music is also its own way of communication as well. You've been listening to Mission Megaphone, a Growth Network Podcasts production. Follow this podcast for more incredible stories from purpose-driven organizations and individuals you'll want to meet. To learn more about this show or Black Techno Matters, check out our show notes. I'm Linz Florin. Our producers are Sari Wienerman and Jeffrey Morris. Production manager is Maura Murphy-Barras. Promotional support from Marsha Ord. Website by Nick Brodnicki. Theme music by Nick Fournier. Original music by Bernard Farley. Thanks for listening. Until we meet again, keep searching for inspiration. And when you find it, make sure to pass it on. If you've ever wanted to edit your own videos or podcasts, but were overwhelmed by how complicated the software was, you are in luck. Descript, or Descript, is a magical tool that allows you to edit text as if you're editing a Google Doc. We use it for this show and use it collaboratively with clients and co-producers on all of our shows. And trust me, it's easy to learn. Click our affiliate link in the show notes to discover the magical tool for yourself. And if you want some guidance on how to learn and use it, please sign up for our Magic of Descript newsletter.